Shepherd Center offers a comprehensive continuum of care from evaluation and medical treatment to rehabilitation and lifelong support programs. As part of our service to our community, we present Shepherd Center Radio with host Melanie Cole. Shepherd Center's Assistive Technology Center works with technologies like smartphones, tablets, and voice-activated devices to provide assistance and support to people living with disabilities. Here to tell us about that is my guest, Adina Bradshaw. She's a speech pathologist at Shepherd Center. Adina, what is assistive technology? Assistive technology is the way that someone accesses their technology or their environment. So. For most people who are uh, don't have a mobility impairment, you would just pick up your telephone and tap on it or tap your on your computer. But our patients who have some mobility deficits are not able to use their hands. They need an alternative access to turn on lights, to use their computer, to activate their telephone, to open doors. So we give them those tools and that alternative access to do all of those daily activities that they might have done prior to their injury. So tell us about the Assistive Technology Center at Shepherd Center. So our center is, we kind of feel like it's one of a kind. We have one occupational therapist and one speech therapist, and then we have uh, our manager who's a rehab technician, and we have a technologist that helps us build. And our patients will come into our lab and try out equipment that may help them with whatever their goals are. All of our equipment's also on wheels, so if a patient is in their room and they can't leave their room, we can roll everything to their uh, room to help them um, trial it and figure out what's best for them. The first thing we do is ask them what their goals are. Someone's goals might be as simple as just checking Facebook on their cell phone or checking Facebook on their computer, or they might want to go back to work and run a whole company. So we would trial voice activation for computers. We would try mouse options for the computers. We have a variety of adapted mice and voice activation options so that almost anything can be controlled. With consumer technology becoming so mainstream now and assistive technology being built into it, a lot of our patients are also coming in with Amazon Echo devices or Google Homes, and we're teaching them how to use those not just to play a simple game or play their music, but to actually control their environment and increase their independence. And while we're increasing their independence, we're also decreasing their caregiver burden. So it helps with everyone in their environment. Wow, that's so cool. So why did Shepherd Center create something like assistive technology? Was it brought to your attention from members of the community? Did you notice that there was support lacking for people with disabilities, that they weren't able to do these things that many of us take for granted? So it's very, it's a very interesting story, actually, and I got it secondhand. So the way Shepherd Center started assistive technology, it actually started in the mid-80s. There were some students from Georgia Tech, which is located down the street from us, um, showing off projects to the VA and at Piedmont. And the Shepherd Board was over there, and they saw these projects and how they can help their patients. And they got the idea that, hey, if we have a program like this, we could really, really benefit our patients like no one else could. So they were really a pioneer at that point in time because they you could not buy an adapted light switch off off of off the shelf. It had to be created. So Shepard wanted to create that. So our our program is actually was born around the mid 80s, which is unlike anyone else. And then at, it's grown over the years as 
this technology has become more prevalent and more mainstream, we're able to give the patients more at a lesser cost um, instead of having to create everything. Adina, are there some kinks that still need to be worked out? Um, the number one problem we have with assistive technology is the funding. Insurance companies do not deem assistive technology as medically necessary, even though if we put a $40 Amazon Echo in someone's home and they fall or they get stuck or something happens, they can call for help for $40. Insurance does not seem see that as, insur- as important. So on top of all of the other equipment that these patients need due to their injuries or um, catastrophic injuries or uh, degenerative diseases or whatever it is, insurance will not pay for all of this that can actually make them independent. In addition, it also helps with their social emotional uh, well-being because if they are able to have a connection outside of the world um, as opposed or outside in the world as opposed to just being stuck in their bedroom, it helps them with their overall well-being and their recovery. So a lot of our patients, once we show them the ability, to get on their computer, make a phone call, call their family across the country, it changes their whole perspective about what they can do after an injury. And once they change that perspective, they're willing to work harder at occupational therapy, physical therapy, and get better, and they see a future, and they see what they can do with this technology. But then we go and we talk about, you know, how much it might cost. And something could be $40, $100, it could be $500, it could be $1,000, but none of it is covered by insurance and nobody pays for it. So we have to raise a lot of money in order to get the technology to demonstrate to the people, but then also to get the technology in their hands so that they can be um, more independent and functional. Well, as you're talking about the ways to raise money and describe for us what kinds of help assisted technology can give you mentioned like the Amazon Echo and and mouse activation but what about driving or wheelchair mobility or even pediatric assistive technology yeah so in driving it's also another um, big big concern is funding in driving so if a uh, individual is going to start driving. Um, they do their evaluation, but only half of their actual evaluation is paid for by insurance. The other half that they go out, go out on their own and practice the skills is not paid for by insurance. And then once they decide what equipment is best for them, some of the equipment can be funded through state agencies, but a lot of it is not. But the vans themselves are expensive. So even if they get a van, then they have to have it adapted for their needs with their equipment. And the same thing with the um, seating with funding. You can get an evaluation for a wheelchair, but not all wheelchairs are covered and not all features of the wheelchairs are covered by insurance. Um, so they, and also insurance will only buy you a new wheelchair once every five years. So if you're really rough on your chair, you're stuck with it for five years too. Uh, so there are a lot of options. A lot of uh, also with pediatric assistive technology, we're looking a lot at toys, games, reading, return to school, and again, none of that is funded. So we really want to um, find out how we can raise some more funds and and make assistive technology um, something that people actually think about uh, in their rehabilitation as important and how it can help them. What a wonderful program and amazing technology out there today. 
So wrap it up for us, Adina, with your best information for the listeners and what you would like them to take away from this, maybe even what you see going on in the future, the trend toward assistive Mm -hmm. technology, and just give us your best advice. My best advice is to think outside the box. If you think that because you had an injury or degenerative disease that you can no longer do X, Y, and Z because your fingers don't work or your hands don't work, um, you can do it. You just have to find another way. Gaming is another thing. You can still game. Um, there are plenty of options out there. You just have to find the right people to show you what's out there so you don't have to spend a lot of money. Every state has a state-funded assistive technology program. So it doesn't matter what state you're in. Look up what program, what, what, where your assistive technology program is and contact them and see what they can do to help you to get back to driving, to get you a wheelchair or to get you any sort of assistive technology for your daily activities. Wow. Thank you, Adina, so much for all the great work that you're doing for people with disabilities. And what an amazing field because it's really going to continue to grow and continue to advance with all of this advancing technology. Thank you so much for joining us today. You're listening to Shepherd Center Radio. For more information, please go to shepherd.org. That's shepherd.org. This is Melanie Cole. Thanks so much for tuning in.